With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now, it's time for our weekend events preview with Tampa Bay Times entertainment and events reporter Sharon Wynn. You can find all the events online at tampabay.com and you can find Sharon on Twitter at Sharon KWN. Sharon, great to talk to you again. And before we get into this weekend's events, you wrote a couple of different pieces for the Tampa Bay Times recently that I wanted to go over. And one of them had to do with how Live Nation is going to be handling those who are vaccinated versus those who are unvaccinated at their concerts. Tell us about that reporting. Yeah, this is interesting to me. A Live Nation announced, this is a nation, and this is one of the biggest, is I think the biggest concert Huge. sort of the country. All they did Lollapalooza, you know, they do, uh, you know, and around here, Mid Florida Amphitheater is the one they tend to do. They, they do other shows though on festivals, but starting October 4th, all of their shows, you have to either have, like, show your vaccine card or show a negative COVID test that's less than 72 hours old. Um, to get into the um, concert, and I was, and uh, at first everyone was kind of puzzled, like, well, how can you do that when you got the vaccine? You know, when the governor has his uh, executive order about no vaccine passports, even the governor's office responded and said, "Yep, they found the loophole, which is they're not they're not denying them based on the vaccine; right. they're denying them based on the negative COVID test, so they can get away." That's 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 the that's the if you add that in. You can uh, you can have the requirements on who who comes to your doors. Well, so, you would hope at some point uh, just going and getting the vaccine would be the move that people would make rather than having to go get a negative COVID well, test before. That is, kind of, <laughs> that is what the CEO of Live Nation says. Yeah. Vaccines are our ticket back to concerts. You know that's what they're totally. all kind of saying. It's like. We want to have shows again. That's that's our ticket back. Well, that know? was a big reason so. why the Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago went off without a hitch and didn't lead to a big super spreader event. Pretty much everybody there was either they were vaccinated or, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, they had a negative COVID-19 test they had to show. Exactly. In fact, they had said at Lollapalooza, let me find this number, uh, there was actually quite a few people that got vaccinated because of this requirement. Yeah. But um, they said... Uh, let me find it. They had they had said that when they started, when they did it at Lollapalooza, ninety percent of the fans used used proof of vaccination as their as their entry. Twelve percent of them said that's the reason they got vaccinated. So only ten percent of people chose the um, uh, the COVID test option. But still, that's you know it was and it was a big influence around the people who were there. Like that's a easier yeah. way to get into uh, to a show. And there's a, you know, I think Disney has now made a deal with its um, union members now. So anybody who wants to work at Disney has to have a vaccine. I think they and the cruise lines have decided oh. it's good for business. The cruise, so. the Disney cruise line announced that you're going to have to show proof of vaccination if you want to get on board one of those Disney mm-hmm. cruise ships heading to the Bahamas. So and, they, and so has they just Norwegian ignored and, and Car- the governor. Yep. So has Norwegian and Carnival. They're, yeah. Well, they're fighting out in court with it with the state, and they're winning so far. Um, because, you know, they feel it's good for business. So You did another story on something that is perfect to do in the middle of a pandemic, and that's uh, go on one of these bike trails that we have in the area. It's safe. And you don't say. have to wear a mask when you're riding uh, on your bike. <laughs> right. 
right, exactly. <laughs> this is uh, my my colleague Bernadette Burchowski. She she came up with ideas. I want like a nice, clear, like subway style map. Where are the really safe? Because meanwhile, during the pandemic, bike sales exploded. I'm sure it's something you can do outside, and people had things to do. And um, like they have actually electronic sensors on the Pinellas Trail, and they normally. With like seventy thousand people a month use that trail, they had more than one hundred fifty thousand people a month wow. using the trail. Double two thousand twenty, and and yes, and then does that get this, annoying? Though I, I would want if I was going to go on a bike I trail, wonder, I wouldn't want a lot of exactly. people around. I wouldn't want to it's deal with traffic much. on a bike yeah. trail. <laughs> it's fifty miles of trail, though, so I would expect it's two credits, but it, it definitely it's doubled. And um, I have never had a story. I've, I'm not kidding. I've gotten dozens of emails from readers saying, thank you for doing this story. It's like there's such a need out there because meanwhile, we have good and bad friends. The bad one is we lead the nation in bicycle deaths, bicycle and pedestrian deaths. I mean, by far, like number one. Really? We're number one. Number two is like half. We are three times wow. the national average. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. California has good good weather. So does yeah. you know Arizona. But they said it's a road design and attitude right. with the planners said, you know, we were, this place is all built during the heyday of highways. And uh, yep. there's also an attitude of a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, drivers of just, you know, get out of my way. And there are uh, we'll also things too, too, these nice trails we have in these maps, which are going to be, by the way, Sunday's paper in print is a keeper. It's going to have these maps in print. It's going to keep it and sew it away for later for a bike ride. It shows maps of the good, safe bike trails that are away from cars in Pinellas, Pasco, and Hillsboro, and it's a good good outing. But what they kind of point out is the people who get hit are not on those nice safe trails. They're going to work, and they're like on you know busy, yeah, you know that makes sense. Himes or Almerton or you know someplace like that. So that's where people both we just slow down speeds, and people who are riding the bikes need to be mindful of the of the rules of the road too. So well, Bayshore um, is huge for. There bike riders yeah. and then and then even some of these um big highways and stuff they've been built with the bike trails attached to them so like the sun coast i, I think say, has a big bike trail and then the howard franklin yeah. when no. that's when that's fully redone right. the new bridge that's, that's gonna, gonna have nice. a huge bike trail courtney campbell causeway has a beautiful trail that's both for walking and biking that just goes over the water it is so nice and there's a park on the Tampa side, and there's a parking lot on the Pinellas side. That just, and it's a nice, beautiful long trail over the water. I highly recommend it. So people totally separated from the cars. Let me get this right. People park on one side of the bridge. Mm-hmm. They get out of their mm-hmm. car, and then they ride mm-hmm. their bike to the other side, mm-hmm. and then back. Yeah, yeah. Depending how how athletic they are, because it's, it's a pretty long hike. It's, I, it's several okay. miles across the bridge and back. So you, you yeah. decide how far you want to go or back. And people either walk or bike. But it's beautiful. It's right over the water. It's kind of near that Ben T. Davis um, beach, too. So that's another way of getting there. And it just it, it, and it's totally separate from those, that busy traffic going over Courtney Campbell. You're completely safe. It's a really nice trail. I mean, I like seeing the view and everything of the Courtney Campbell, but I would just kind of drive across the bridge and look at it that way. <laughs> well, another In my air conditioning. The upper, the upper Tampa Bay Trail in, in Hillsborough there, you, it goes from like, Kind of rural East Hillsboro, and then there's a place that goes right over Gun Highway. There is a pedestrian and bike bridge that goes right over that busy road, so you can keep riding on this trail without ever having to oh. encounter traffic. I guess I, I'm not a big bike rider. I'm not a trail guy, hiking or bikes or canoes yeah. or any of that kind of shocker. stuff. That's yeah, a shocker. That's no, not really, not really my <laughs> but, thing. But I will say it's, um, uh, you know, it's because it's hard to find. That bike riders have to kind of 
Do you like when you're in your car, you want to get from the fastest point from A to B, where the bike rider will say, what is the slowest street? Yeah. Like, instead of, you know, I'm not going to go on, you know, uh, you know, Himes, I'm going to go on the what's parallel to it, right. quieter, without less traffic. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like wearing the helmet, and then you got those tight bike shorts that, that they wear, and uh, it just doesn't but seem very They have a little push to make it softer on the bottom when you're on the bike. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, those so. bike seats, I don't really understand that, yes. I don't know. Is there is there a reason those bike seats have to be so uncomfortable? Is there, I, they're the worst, they're just horrible That's why the bike shorts have all that padding. Yeah, like give me a Tempur-Pedic uh, bike seat, and then maybe I'll think about getting on like a barca lounger of a seat right. on your bike, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm joined by Tampa Bay Times Entertainment and Events Reporter Sharon Wynn. You can find all the events that we talk about here each week on our weekend events preview at tampabay.com. You've got some news out about Bush Gardens, their beer fest, and, and also a couple of attractions, one that you can check out now and then one coming next year. Right. Well, the... um. Beer Fest has opened at Bush Gardens and it runs weekends through October 31st. Check it out on this first weekend. Uh, I thought the food was kind of heavy, but it was delicious. There were things like braised short ribs over mashed potatoes. That was really mm. good. There's these nachos with, with brisket on them. But it's like, okay, that, then I'm full for the day. And then you have these beers, which are kind of filling. So it's kind of heavy in that sense. But if you're a beer lover, there are more than 50 different kinds of IPAs wow. and all these different kinds of beers and whole beer. And they've also kind of expanded. They normally have it along where the, where the Guazi, what they call the Guazi Park area. There's all these little kiosks set up, but they've also expanded it more into the park um, where they have different, you know, stations to check out. They call it the beer trail. One of the new things that is worth checking out is called the Giraffe Bar. I love this. Um, you know that uh, Serengeti Overlook restaurant kind of near where um, Cheetah, uh, hunt is it looks like an old uh, southern kind of mansion it, it, it overlooks the Serengeti Plain so they actually have a watering hole right there for the giraffes and the zebras so they're they're having happy hour while the people are on this Fantastic. big expansive porch you can either be in air conditioning or in the outdoor thing they all have a great view of the Serengeti Plain so you can and they have all these different cocktails and frozen drinks and little light bites and stuff it's a great I, we found it a nice place to kind of chill out. It was kind of a hot day, as usual, and to go with air conditioning and watch the giraffes, you know, That's have great. a drink while we had a drink. So even nice. even better than that, honestly, this is one of my favorite things at Disney. They have that hotel right on yes. Animal Kingdom, and when I yes. was there once, you, you can just sit in your hotel room, so you don't have to be around anybody. You can sit yes. in the air conditioning, and you and the the giraffes are right outside your balcony, you right outside your, your window. window. It's yeah, amazing. A giraffe and us. And an ostrich walking by, it's fantastic. Yeah, my family wanted like to go do duck. stuff. I'm like, why? I'm just, I could sit here and watch giraffes and zebras all day. This oh, is amazing. I love that it. Is, that really, that Animal Kingdom Hotel is really one of my favorites. Plus, the restaurant there is really good, too. Um, it's got some like uh, some African curry type stuff. It's a really good place. Uh, that's actually one of my favorites. And then, uh, but speaking of Bush Gardens, I wanted to mention, yeah, Iron Guazi. Yeah, this is a big monster one. coaster. If you've been there, have you seen this thing? That thing has a 91 degree drop at one point it's it's going to be north america's largest it's called a hybrid coaster they took the old quasi wooden coaster which i hated it was so bumpy they should have sold tylenol in the gift shop it was like awful um so they put a slick steel coaster trail on top of the kind of the bones of the so-called hybrid coaster it's wooden bones with a steel coaster that's a really incredible coaster huge tall uh, well, all these propulsions and then lots of big drops. It was supposed to have opened last year, 
And then uh, they, they even had they had done some, the test track was all done by March, and they were they even had put put up billboards. It was supposed to be coming that that last spring and summer, and the pandemic hit. Park shut down mid March, yeah. stayed closed through June, and Guazi got kind of put on the mothballs until I, I was surprised. I thought they would have done summer vacation season, but the company I think was definitely you know had reporting is you know getting back on its feet was difficult for all of these uh, companies. But their last um, quarterly earnings report showed things are picking up. Um, attendance was, was increasing every month, That's and good. Uh, they even were increasing the revenues. People were spending more in kind of things like beer fest. Once you get in there, people are spending more on food and drinks and that kind of stuff. So they're, um, they are opening Iron Gwazi next March in time for spring break. They also, SeaWorld, which op- owns them, they also have a killer-looking coaster coming out February of next year called Icebreaker. So um, for coaster freaks, there are some really good coasters coming next spring. Yeah, SeaWorld's always been a little bit behind the other parks when it comes to roller coasters, but it seems like they're, they're trying yeah. to catch up. Well, I, I think... Yes, after all the whole thing with the uh, Blackfish yeah. and Shamu and all, yep. they're trying to be more of the Bush Gardens model of right. uh, a coaster park with some zoo, in, in, a coaster park with an aquarium instead of uh, focusing mostly just on the sea life. I am convinced that the people who create these kinds of coasters like Iron Gwazi and all, I, I think they just sit there and they try to figure out what are all the different ways that we can make people vomit. Like I think I feel like that's their goal is to get it to where like really, people vomit. I agree. It's, they're really testing the limits of what a human body yes. can take. There are actually some. I did a story a few years ago. There are actually some coasters that people black out a little bit. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough that that people enjoy it. They have to walk off the coaster wobbly and vomiting. That's what they're shooting for. I'm telling yeah. you. I know yeah. these people. I'm joined by Tampa Bay Times yeah, they, they Entertainment and Events it. reporter Sharon Wynn. You can find her on Twitter at SharonKWN, and you can find all the events at TampaBay.com. Let's get to more of these events, and I want to dive into Broadway our way. This sounds like a really great Broadway-type event to go to if you're not really all that familiar with some of the Broadway classics. The Largo Performing Arts Center, it's over where Central Park is in Largo, they really don't get very big names. They almost, I think they might have benefited from the pandemic because they seem to be having some bigger, like, recognizable shows on their list this, this year. And one of the ones coming up this weekend is they've got a Tony Award winner in Dale Badway. Um, and uh, they're they're kind of doing a collection of some of the favorite Broadway uh, songs uh, from Phantom of the Opera. And also a Tony Award nominee, Philip Boykin, is going to be there. He's going to be singing some Broadway hits, including classics from Les Mis and South Pacific. So if you're a fan of Broadway musicals. This is kind of a good little like collection of all yeah. the top hits. And that's going to be Saturday at the Performing Arts Center in Largo. There's two shows, the two and also at eight. All right. And then we have some festivals happening this weekend. I think this is probably going to be one of the more interesting ones. If you were to go check it out, Rodeo Fest. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there's there's a horse farm in Pasco County that organizes this every year. And um, so you can take, take the family. It's fairly inexpensive, 20 bucks. And you can see cowboys and cowgirls like kind of do all their skills of bull riding, barrel racing, mounted shooting. That wasn't that sounds difficult. Uh, Four way relay race and something called mutton busting, which I do not know what that is. I should have looked it up for you. I know, Mm. but it's going to be at the Florida State Fairgrounds on Saturday from six to eight, and uh, it's been around for a while and it's very popular, very family friendly. And I wonder if it's picked up even more popularity recently because of the show Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, where 
that's kind of part <gasps> of it. Thought of that. And it's such a good, that, yeah. I mean, it's such a great show, but, but you know, and that's been a big hit too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some of that in mm-hmm. that show. Uh, what about Oktoberfest, this pig roast happening? Yeah, even though it's not anywhere near October yet, um, we are, keep in mind, Oktoberfest is in September. So uh, things are going to start slowly picking up. We're going to have more and more of these. But one of the first ones we've had is at Zydeco Brew Works, which is in Tampa. They're going to have a full roast pig and lots of sides. Uh, There's a party upstairs and on the balcony of, of their uh, their space there on 7th Avenue there in Ebor. And it includes a commemorative ceramic mug and a special edition T-shirt. Um, and it's 1130 to 4 on Saturday. Are you big? Are you big on like the whole pig? uh, You know, turning on that. You big on that whole thing? I'm I'm not. This is funny because I actually that's something I've never done. Always wanted to. I actually married to a guy from North Carolina where they call they call them pig pickings, and it's very big. You roast the whole pig, and it's everyone. It's a big deal. And I've never been to one. I really want to. Apparently, everyone just kind of stands around just to just before they're ready to call say it's served everyone kind of reaches grabs the you know the ribs and stuff and you just kind of help yourself to the mm-hmm. ginormous pig so i don't know I, I i'm curious i'd love to go to one one of these days. i mean i like everything that comes along with the roast i like you know the the ribs and the pork and the, and the bacon and the ham and all of that i don't really need to see the pig in its entirety <laughs> though yeah before i eat it i don't really need to to see all of that what about the mar street party happening in st pete Okay, Mari is a performing arts studio. It kind of serves as an incubator for area creators, actors, dancers. So it's been open. I guess they're having their first anniversary party. <clears throat> so they're having live music and market vendors and raffles and prizes and food. And they kind of celebrate the community and the performances. And, and like I said, it's an incubator for arts. So you might see the next big thing. It's four to nine on Sunday. It's free. Um, it's like a street festival. It's going to be on Central Avenue at 23rd um, in front of Mars Street St. Pete. Uh, it should be a fun day. And then a couple of events for the kids. There's a drive-in movie happening, a train show, and yeah. some free. Tell us about the free golf. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing this all summer, but I kind of want to remind people this is the last week through the end of August. Um, Ace Golf locations. We have them all over the place. Um, uh, Pebble uh, Pebble Creek. We live over there in Tampa. Uh, Plantation Palms, Atlanta Lakes, Crescent Oaks, and Tarpon Springs. Uh, Ace Golf in Riverview. Uh, all summer long, they've been doing offering kids age five to fifty a free small bucket of range balls. Just go hit, go hit a bucket of balls on the range, or they can play a full eighteen holes of golf for free with a uh, paying parent. Um, and uh, kids kind of brush up on their you know putting yeah. skills. And in uh, some of their locations, they even have uh, miniature golf that kids can play for free. So, I mean, between miniature golf of it, it runs. and top mm-hmm. golf, golf is in. You know, this is a good way yeah. to to get the kids out there and and they can play a little real golf. For a change. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they need to get a new generation interested. I think golf was on the uh, is declining a little bit in popularity. This new generation is, uh, doesn't have the patience for it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's why I think, you know, Top Golf's a, a fun game that you can play while you're drinking and, and yeah. eating. And I think that's why that's yeah. so popular. But if you want to check out the real thing, uh, it's pretty cool. Free golf for kids. All the events are going to be at tampabay.com for you to check out and a whole lot more, even more than we were able to get to. So tampabay.com for the full list of weekend events. And you can follow Sharon on Twitter at Sharon KWN. Sharon with us every week for our weekend events preview. Sharon, always great to talk to you. We'll check in with you next week. Wonderful. Good talking to you too. Have a good weekend. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.